Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today in Cookie Cast it's the football podcast. Myself, Mr Williams, Mr Panas, sit down to discuss the glorious world of football. Talk about the games from last week, any upsets, the week that has been in the football world, predict upcoming games and uh, just generally get into the uh, the football world. So yeah. If you are checking us out on YouTube, obviously you're a subscriber, because, you know, that's the right thing to do. If you're not checking us out, do jump over, the, you know, there's a video, so there's stuff to uh, to stuff to stare at. Um, so, you know, there's that. Uh, while you're there, do subscribe, give us a, a little little subscribe, click for notifications and all of that, and, uh, and yeah, that'll be cool. Cheers. So here we go, this is Cookie Cast. You can't see the forest for the teas. Boom. Definitely not for the second time, absolutely the first time today. Uh, James Panas has something to tell you. Uh, today I meant to tell you that we, you are tuned in to uh, You Can't See the Forest for the Tins. The premier York-based Borough and Nottingham podcast. Premier, there's a laugh. <laughs> chance of well, chance to be a fine day. Fine day. Um, we're in season three. We're into episode two. So we've got some to look back on. Season 3, episode 2, with one agenda. How are you going to do next to you there? Uh, season 4. No, season 3. <laughs> no, season 3. Episode 3, with a triple main event. I have no fucking idea. Season 3. Right. Reaching. I'm Adam Reaching. So that means, because we're on episode 2. There must be something to talk about that's occurred well, since episode one. That will be a sensible thing to think, James. Yeah. A segment aptly named Last Week in Football. Well, indeed. Yeah. Now, last week we, we said on the podcast that we were going to try and streamline this a bit more and keep it just championship based. That would have required some problem homework. The well. problem is, is that that is the main point. <laughs> I thought you mean as in that as in me. Just <laughs> hasn't got anything to talk about championship. Wise. Let's be honest. Unless you support a team in the championship. Yeah, but the point it's is, that's, that's, that's the last of you, isn't it? Well, yeah, exactly. But people tuned in because they're hardcore or a... Possibly hardcore. I mean, that's, that's not, not really going to be the case. If we had enough... Viewer engagement at this point, we could say in the comments. Ooh, like, why yeah, yeah. here? Yeah, like, share, subscribe, and then comment on which team you you subscribe and listen to this yeah. for. Mm. Mm. Good point. Good point. Uh, of the listenership, obviously, it's all on Andy there. We have to basically sort of look at the numbers, yeah. look at who listens to it in the greater Teesside area, in the greater West Brompton area. Brompton? Yeah. Just what was it, Brompton? Bridgeford. Thank you. Bridgeford. Sorry. Could we not just say Brompton? West Midland. Where the fuck's West? No! You don't want to be Birmingham. Other things. But it does mean that the likes of 
your Faroe ones and your San Marino motors or whatever. They're just not just getting conked for the sake of it. Yeah, I get that. I mean, it does. I suppose from from a base level, it does mean that you're going to have more competitive games between more competitive nations. If that makes sense. So yeah, because you ranked. Teams. Yeah, you're going to be playing against teams that, in theory, you shouldn't play. It makes it a bit more like a league system. Yeah. So, so the game should be had. Yeah. I mean, oh. Belgium proved that wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it was England could only just scrape past Iceland at the weekend with a, with a one 0 victory. With a one 0 victory, with a what was it? Ninety first minute penalty. Ninety first minute penalty, and then relying on someone just. I can't Absolutely. That well, I was. I, I didn't see this because uh, I had to. I had to uh, so I listened to it whilst I was driving the car, um, and uh, talk sport were explaining the. Uh, the, the, the situation and the scenario that was going on with the penalty it sounded a bit odd. Um, but yeah, England limped to a 1 0 win over Iceland and then a 0 0 draw with Denmark. It just, just horrendous. And they were definitely the lesser. Mm, yeah, no, Denmark were definitely the better team than the bits that I saw. It's been told to us, though, that it was. Formation, players. Yeah, I don't know. Right, right. I think um, I think Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher were particularly upset that he had three right-footed centre backs. Well, and the left-footed centre back one centre Well, wasn't it something like of the people that played, there was arguably sort of six defenders or defensive-minded players on the pitch. Yeah, so you played a three five, uh, so you played like a, a five three two or three five two. Yeah, you've got three centre backs. So the three centre backs were Cody, Dyer, Alexander Arnold. Or was he played as the right winger? I mean, I could just make it a lot easier for all yeah. the uh, new I think, and, but I know that, like, obviously, one of the issues was you've got all your all your centre backs were right foot. Trippier, your left wing back. Right-footed. But I don't think they've got a left-back in the squad. Joe Gomez was the third. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, he didn't pick a left-back because Chilwell was injured. Yeah. He seems to have some sort of vendetta against Danny Rose. Although, saying that, I thought he had a vendetta against Kyle Walker because he hadn't picked him for the last couple of squads and then he just appeared in the squad. Yeah, no one even mentioned sent off. He got sent off against Ice. Because yeah. I think Kyle Walker, that's that's but for England, his best position is one of the three, three, three now. Because yeah. he's not he's not really there for a right wing back. Yeah. So scratch that. So they played a three four three according to Sky, and seven of the seven of the ten outfield players arguably were defenders. Yeah, they were saying that what possessed him to play. Phillips and Wright. And the main thing is, you look at the formation, you're playing two holding midfielders yeah. against a team that doesn't even play with a 10 or an attack player. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, absolutely, absolutely baffling. Right, there's being like, there's being conservative and then there's literally yeah. just, just playing for a draw. And then it obviously came out this week as well now. Well, it's not come out, it's not obviously correct. Calvin Phillips has played for England before he's played in the Premier League. Yep, absolutely disgraceful. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. I've, I've got a mate who's a, who's a Leeds fan. He said, oh, you just Leeds batting. I'm like, I'm really, really not. There shouldn't be, a, there should be absolutely no scenario where a guy plays for the national team before he's played in the and top division yeah, the thing, of that fucking Because I always make that country that's like Southgate's there and the one of the ambassadors he's bringing through players he's worked through at youth level. Calvin Phillips never made an appearance at any other level. I was going to say he played the under-21. No. So, so, no, he's never played at any other, any other level, so it's not like, he's just fucking you mental. know, he's built the reputation there. Mm. People like you're saying, oh yeah, but he's, he's the best player in that in, in that position. Not, not in that formation though, because Leeds play like a four-one-four-one, don't they? Just, so he's, he'd, he's used to being on his own. I just, in that I just love to know when the hype train started because you know, people will say, oh, he's the best Olympic in the championship, right? That's not challenging. No, that is not a difficult position to be. 
Fucking hell. I mean, like, go back five seasons, Adam Clayton was the best old and he went down and opened it. There's no clamour for him to get him to bring him back to Why now is he keep over and over again recommending on my Instagram that I follow? Like, is it because you and Lewis maybe. follow him as a player? Maybe. Oh. Or, or, or it's just like, here's an interesting person to follow. He's, he's full of banter. Um, it never used to tell me to follow him when he played at the Borough. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's it. Because he's the, well, it's probably because he's in the West Midlands now, isn't it? So, you know. Okay, there you go. That's um, what I'm watching. So, we digress really quickly. Yeah, I mean. I have no problem with Cal Phillips getting into the England squad once he played against actual top level players. Yeah. He's never been tested at a club level for Leeds. I think when, he, when they played against Arsenal in the FA Cup and stuff, they lost. And obviously, if he's so good at like, keeping out international quality players, surely he'd be stopping attacks that are going through. Possibly. Sweeping yeah. up, you know, cleaning up and stuff like that. I just. I want to see something before all this, like, everyone starts, like, absolutely, like, swallowing every injury he's fucking not. If you if if you were Southgate though and you wanted to play, I mean I don't see why you're playing two. But if you wanted to play a whole different field, but be thinking because I don't see how it wraps. If you're playing a three-four-three and you're two, if you're four, a fourth-holding midfielder, something has gone drastically wrong. Yeah, you either need two of the most attack-minded wingbacks ever. I mean, I mean Alexander Arnold probably could have done that, but it doesn't look the same for. The problem I've always had with a, four, a three, four, and, three. And obviously, at Liverpool, he plays as a, just a fullback. So, my, my main problem with a three, four, three is that where do, where do your wide two of your front three play? Because, if anything, that to me should be three, four, two, one. Or the other way around, but it doesn't work again. So, you look like if Liverpool play a front three, mm-hmm. it works for them. Yeah, because granted, Mane and Salah can play wide. They play off. They the generally play as the forwards, and Firmino drops a little. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I don't, I don't think of Firmino so, as a but he so does drop a four-three-one-two-one-two. Uh, one, yeah, I suppose. So that's how you narrow. He always plays the striker and the yeah. attack, but Kane's one. never going to play that. No, he's he's not. So it's. Tactically, it's a bit rigid for me. Play that that style, and like we said, you should never really. If you play in a four in midfield, you should never have two on the midfielders. If you're going to put two on the midfielders, you have to play the four two three one. For me. Yeah, but why do you? Why I was going to say, why do you need two on the midfielders when you've got three centre backs? Yeah. Why? Again, well, why? Why do you need any other midfielders when you've got three centre backs? Yes. Yeah. Really. The only, play, the only time we're in a hold of midfield is if you've got two centre backs because you want that extra bit of protection. Or oh, you're Sheffield United and you just play with all the lapping. Yeah. I can understand if you want a hold what? of that. But, I mean. Sorry. I, 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 just, I, just, I, just, I just got very. It's strange. Like, for, for me, rather than, putting, rather than putting Phillips in the squad, why not call up Jack O'Connell who's had a season where he's played well for Sheffield United and play him as your own? He's played against, like, you know... And he doesn't he play as one of the three. Yeah, he's a, he's a centre half, granted. But, in theory, there's no reason why, in the role that he plays at Sheffield United, he's, he's, like, he's designed to carry the ball out. So, he'd be comfortable sitting in front of the defence and just dropping back in if he needed mm-hmm. to. So, actually play a, actually play a player that's actually three. played in the, in the See, division. Two or three years ago, you would have said, that's, that's a role made for Dyer. Yeah. yeah. Well, it seems to have just... It's, a, it's a strange one, Dyer, because I, I maintain that when uh, the World Cup in 2018, if I was picking a team, I'd have had him in the, in the head of Henderson, in the, play, in the position that Henderson would win. And yeah. I think it warranted at the time, I thought that was perfectly justified, because arguably he'd have a better season than Henderson had at that point. Yeah. Obviously now everyone's absolutely fucking licking John Lennon's arsehole. I'm not... I'm not, which, doing, again, don't I'm not doing that, but I think... I think he's a good player and I think he should be in that. 
Oh, would it, would it, would it fit? To be in that first would it level? fit? He's basically the vice captain. Yeah. So, he's always going to play. I feel like we've, we've spent quite a lot of time with them. So, so what happened this week in football then? Uh, oh. it, yeah, the, uh, the, 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 the Nations League. What? what if, if we're looking at it on one set of things, England fantastically didn't concede their goals across the international game. Yeah, so it's that, but, yeah, you look at that. That surprises me. I mean, England are a team that are well known for top quality football um, just realised my face only works on video so uh, if you are just listening to us maybe jump over to YouTube real quick and just uh... <laughs> that was another one that was baffling to me I don't understand why Pickford after having the season that he's had why wouldn't he in, in two I don't know they're not friends but friends so though but in two fairly meaningless games, you want, you why, do you, do why do you try Henderson? Yeah, because my my, my, my concern was being... Well, I mean, that aside, but, you know. Um, yeah, Comment, um, send him a tweet. Yeah. Call me a fucking My concern is you'll get to somewhere we'll be going into a we'll be going into you a tournament and then we'll be having that debate. Yeah. Well, that's this a is the time to kind of give them a go. Yeah, you want to try and before the tournament, so there'll be what, maybe another four international breaks between now and the start of the tournament? Probably, I don't really know what so the, like, so it's what normally, the agenda looks like. Is it normally like November, December, uh, November, December sort of time? Well, I don't know. I know that we're playing Belgium in October. Oh, maybe it's then. Yeah. And then you only have like a bit of a break until March, I think. But that'll be, presumably that'll be a double edit, so does that mean that we will have a break? Mm, I don't know, actually. I've never really thought about it, but... Um, but do we just have one of these, do we just buy ice again? In that, so you just turn it around, whatever. So that was England, yeah. Um, what else happened? Um, transfers. Hamez move. Yeah. I think that's good. Not for him. I think he's a I think he's. I think he's. He's a little bit. Alright. But Leo, still, Leo, still a big player for everything. If he can recreate the form that he had in the 2004-14 World Cup, then I've mean, got a great player, but that's six years ago. And he's definitely been dying out on that for the last six years. I saw a tweet where someone put, oh, he was voted the third best player in Germany two years ago. Because he was playing for Bayern, put him in any other team. He's like number one. Put him in any other team, he was fucking anonymous. Yeah. So let's just temper that down, shall we? People see stuff in it, though. I mean, United yeah. have chased him for a lot. Yeah. There's obviously a player in there. I mean, you don't, you don't win the best player in the World Cup. I know you're trying to go for top scorer. Um, and he scored one of those, was it? But that's why. Oh, peachy. Lovely. Yeah, so he's gone. Uh, was Habits signed last week? No, Chelsea, he's just gone through. Yeah. But people have said that because of the amount that the Chelsea have agreed to sign in for, it's going to just go be like chance of getting Sancho for less than a million. Apparently. So, because obviously, if Bayern, uh, uh, not Bayern, if Leverkusen are still holding for, I think it was like 108 million or something like that, and Dortmund are like, well, we think Sancho's a better player than that, so we're not going to sell for less than if I was Man United, I'd be like, that's not worth it. No, absolutely not. Speaking of Man United no. and uh, signing players, uh, obviously we need to talk about uh, Messi going to United. Because that's... Uh, oh, he would never... He, he would never... Be, he was never going to United. Go on, Andy. Put, put forward your... Uh, put forward your uh, prospectus. Well, 
I saw various tweets that, that sort of like started slow and steady, low down, where it was like, uh, yeah, if, if, if Messi goes to United, it's going to be amazing for the club. I was like, what? And then it was like, yep. So the, the, the ink's still wet on the contract. It's all a done deal. Nice one. And then the next thing I saw was uh, Messi starts practice at, at, at Barcelona. I think I think it's because Barcelona won't won't sell him. The only way he was ever going to leave because he's got a, he's got a clause in his contract for seven hundred million euros. The only way he's ever going to leave is if La Liga like ratified that clause where he could leave after the Champions League final. But so apparently it's written into his contract that at the end of every season, if he wants to, he can walk away for nothing. Within 10 days of the Champions League fight. Yeah. And obviously, Barca have said, well, fair enough, you've done so much of the club that will agree to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously it came out that they, they were like, well, no. I know it's within 10 days of the Champions League fight, but the season's been over for about three, four months in our perspective. Mm-hmm. And it was like, fuck you. No. There was obviously a massive sort of asterisk next to that. But the league have found in favour of Barca. So they've upheld the, you know, if you want to leave, yeah. the buyout and, clause has to be And absolutely no team in the world is going to pay 700 million no, euros. No one's paid, no one's paid 700 million euros. Yeah, exactly. Yes, but, to be honest, no one's paid 700 million euros for anything. I don't think so. No, we're, not, we're not at that stage yet. We're, we're probably not far off at 200 million. Oh, no, we've already had that. Oh, maybe Euros. No. Was Neymar not 190? Well, Neymar and Mbappe are both massive. Mbappe are 175. Was it? Let's, let's have a look at what yeah. the internet says. But anyway. That's your Wikipedia. Anyway, that's, that's a massive stretch. Up to 700 million. I think if Barcelona had done a deal with Man City and gone 200 million, I think that's a lot of money for a 33-year-old. Oh, I think so. I think Man City would have had a... I go on that. Neymar, uh, in 2017, Neymar comes from Barcelona to PSG in a move worth 222 million euros. Fuck me. So he's like 190 million pounds. No, actually, probably outside of 200 million quid. 198 million pounds. Oh, right. So yeah, so we have another 200 million pounds. Why, yeah? We have another 200 million euro. Wait. Pretty big. Pretty big. But yes, yeah, so that's, that's why he's really got back because basically he's he's just not the type of player that's gonna like all out strength. And I don't think so. He's not he's not he doesn't seem to be that sort of player, but I can see why he's disappointed the last, that they've not honoured the last, the, last, the last two or three years like how many times have you ever seen him play with a smile on his face? Every, no. time, every time you see a press conference or like, like clips to the trainers, so it looks like he's got a face like a smart bat, I'll tell you something he needs to do from my perspective. He needs to get his other leg tattooed because it's fucking annoying. Because it just... Like, when, I think when he's crazy. He wouldn't have got that tattoo in the first place. When they well, show him... When they show him in training, they show those videos of him training, and obviously every video starts at a distance and then closes in and stuff. It just looks like a a a a, a black sock on one leg like, and nothing on the other. Is that why? <coughs> I think he did. I think, I think he did have like other tattoos on there, and then he's obviously just got to the point where he's like, probably oh, should have had that done, or didn't like it. He's just got it filled in. But it does just, it is just basically like someone just got a marker pen, which basically coloured the bottom half of his leg. Yeah. I just think it's bizarre that, some, you know, for someone who you trade is your legs. Yeah. That's just, it like, just seems to me like you don't, want to, tell, yeah, you don't want to take any chance of getting like blood poisoning or whatever, or, or pooling stuff. I mean, like, you'll be able to talk with experience. You've had a lot of sort of like, extensive time. Well, there, there was one just, just, yeah. just sneaking at the bottom of the picture then. The, the, the um, is though that, yeah, yeah, okay, I'm sure that Andy didn't want to, you know, have any complications with his legs or whatever. But his legs aren't his... Well, the normal pays his bills, let's yeah. put it that way. No. Whereas with Messi... That's this guy. <laughs> the money maker, no. 
It's going to be a reveal one thing where that beer comes up. Is there anything super pressing from last week? Anything else, should I say? I wouldn't say so. I think we've discussed the main stuff. There's a couple of... There's, there's not a confirmed transfer yet from Middlesbrough, but there's been stuff on the intranet of uh, a new goalkeeper pitching with the manager, someone from the backroom team, and said goalkeeper with a shirt with his name and number on the back. So <coughs> Seems pretty now, though. I'd imagine that that will be announced before the end of the day slash before lunchtime tomorrow. Uh, so, Marcus Bettinelli and on loan from Fulham for the rest of the season. That's the rest of the season. Is that, is that death at the end of the Yeah, it's looking like so. Yeah, you'd imagine that they don't need they don't need four first choice keepers, well, four keepers in the squad. So you'd imagine that there'd be a little bit of uh, movement there from a goalkeeper perspective at the bullet. Well, if there's nothing else, that gives me the opportunity to say. I think, I mean, the only other thing is, um, and it's, like, it's kind of like it's football related, but not on the pitch related. Just uh, a lot of special mention to uh, Greenwood and Foden. Oh. Silly boys with their skirts chasing. Icelandic models. Yeah, she was pretty, pretty fit. Broke COVID, so Gareth Southgate is like doing the last one. And with that back, score five goals. Yeah. Andrew, please. Speaking of Middlesbrough football, there was a Middlesbrough football game. And yes, sir. as we all predicted, it was just going to be a little light affair. Just, just get out there, just kick the ball around a bit. Not the rust off. Maybe a goal between the two teams. Some some might say a goal apiece. Some might say a couple of goals. Nothing extravagant. When Middlesbrough take on Shrewsbury. Yes, absolutely. What nobody saw coming was the seven goals that featured in that game. Absolutely. Paul Williams. Take it away. So, seven goals, as you said. Final score, Middlesbrough, four. Trudy Town, three. So, advancing to the second round of the Carabao Cup is the mighty Middlesbrough. Maybe I. Uh, yeah. Goal scorers. Marvellous. Marvin Johnson. Marvellous Marvin. Two. Oh, one. What, could, what could be this season's player of the season? Ashley Fletcher. Ash Ashley Fletcher. I think it was. I think I, I, I read Fletchbomb. Fletchbomb. From someone from, from one of our friends. Don't think it'll catch on. Um, and the final little goal was scored by a certain Marcus Tavernier. Sensible people may have tipped him up for a goal. It's all right. Yeah, I, I also said one. So, as correctly pointed out, Mr. Williams, as the only person that did predict Shrewsby would get a goal, um, of the three goals scored, you did not correctly predict any of those goal scorers. I did not. Sadly, we have S. High, J. Cummings, and R. Pike, 
and sadly I didn't go for any of those. I believe I went for my namesake, somebody, something Williams. If you want a bit more confirmation about the transfers, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, um, uh, Sadly. So, what does that put us from a, what does that put us from a, perspe- uh, a prediction perspective and room? Score base for you, Mr. Williams, not well. Because a 1-1 doesn't get you any points for a win. Luckily for you, clawed it back with a Tavernier prediction. James Panas, he did predict a win. And of his two predicted goals, and his two predicted goal scorers, he did predict a Fletcher goal. Who else that? Do, do, do. Uh-oh. Myself, I had faith in the Borough Boys. Not a lot, but enough to get a point out of it, because I predicted a win. Unfortunately, that's where my points end. For those of you keeping score and keeping count, that puts one of our collective ahead by a point. So, speaking of teams that are staying in the cup, we go uh, we go on to Barnsley versus Nottingham Forest. Does this one, James? Yeah. So, um, as I said to you immediately, you know, we have to put all our efforts into making Andy's prediction true. So we're concentrating on the league. Do you remember that there was a time when we talked about getting things with, like, you know, T-shirts and things like that, where there'd be a logo on the front and then a slogan on the back? Can you guess what your T-shirt's going to say? Pretty sure it's at the last. Honest, I've fucked it up. Focusing focus on the league. Um, what was the score, James? Uh, it was 1-0. It was. It was. It was. Um... Because Who scored of... that boundary? Who scored that oh, you've, never got the, you've never got the goal scorer. Now then, Mr. Williams repeated, literal repeat on this one, went for the same score, so didn't get any points for the score, but did predict the correct goal scorer, clawed a, clawed a point back. Almost, uh, almost identical to the Borough game. Um, myself and Mr. Panas, not only did we not think that Barnsley were doing any points in that game, we also then obviously did not go on to predict any goal scorers. What that brings us to is the only person to take any points out of that game was Mr. Williams, which means... A tie this week. These two gentlemen on my left, which is probably your right. Uh, Paul, two points. James, two points. Just one point for me. It's not a good start to the to the season-long uh, winnings. Speaking of winnings, no no pennies. No money in the bank. No, no, no. No, no, no. It's another week of working where we do, gentlemen, I'm afraid. No... No making it rain this week. Probably not. Um, unless either of you can correct me on this one, uh, I have got three games written down to predict. Oh, have we got some Tuesdays? You don't have a Tuesday. <laughs> I went straight into that. <laughs> oh, he's done him. He's done him. He's pulled his pants down and everything. He's, he's only gone and fallen into the trap of thinking that his team wasn't a complete shit house. So. No, I'm surprised that round two was so soon. Also, skipping ahead slightly, obviously, so Middlesbrough won their game, and Barnsley won their game against the Forest. And then they had the draw for the second round of the Carabao Cup. Who were the two teams drawn together? Well, that's right, 
Middlesbrough versus Barnsley. So, if not in for it, I'm going to shat the bed and pull the finger out. We could have had another game to not go to, say, yeah. talk about next week, or talk about this week on the podcast. But no, we have to concentrate on the league. Unbelievable. I don't know why those people think we're going to shit that You got picked by Barnsley! Yeah, we weren't, fine. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes it alright. <laughs> 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 um, according to my book, first game of the week is the Watford versus the mighty Borough. Mr. Williams' team, he gets to pick last, and according to my book, that means James Panas. Take it away, Sunshine. I think we might see 2 0 to Watford. Oh no! Your Watford goal scorers, please. Can, can I come back to you? You can. And what I'll do for you, James, is I will give my prediction and goal scorer to give you time to find... Thank you very much. You are welcome. My prediction is Middlesbrough seem to have started strong. I think that they might going with a nil one. to give me one of the goal scores. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it. Um, we'll go for... He's still the sound state, are not he? I think so, but we're still talking about goal. Before Frank. Right, put me down for... I can't believe I'm saying this and you'll never, ever hear this again. Danny Welbeck. <laughs> okay. So to put it in perspective... He's not even listed on the Skybet goal scorers option. He's not moved now, so I missed it. Though. I think so. But he did score last. He did score in Watford's last game. Yeah, I think so. So we'll go with that. And he's again not listed on here, so I've missed that. Williams, your team will so, win by how many goals? You went for a Borough win. 
he went for a Watford win. 1-1 one, one, then, yeah? Correct. Uh, I guess it's your score. I'm going to bring it up on screen. Let me see if I get it. James is going to try and predict my goal score. Is this for Watford? Yeah. I reckon he's got it bang on. Do you think? Yeah. Right, I've got something on my screen. I hope it's the same. Go on. No, because then you're saying. Yeah, but, I'm, I want to, but you can do the reveal to the camera and to me at the same time. Yeah, but what if it's wrong? Because I'll, I'll tell you it's wrong. So you want me to do it on Yeah. Uh, no, I wasn't thinking of, I wasn't thinking of Christian Cabaselli. Um, I don't know why I thought you were going to go for that. So, uh, if, you, if you do fancy a little bit of Christian Cabaselli to score first, he's 50 to 1. Yep. I tell you what, probably shorter odds than two I though. Last fifty to one, any time, twenty two. No, twenty, sorry, twenty to one to score any time. Um, no, I'm Oh, gonna... hang on. No. Oh. I'm gonna go for the very, very aptly named and he sounds like he could uh, you know take a chunk or two out of the the uh, the, the, the borough players. The aforementioned Luis Suarez. Oh god. I'm going to go for him to score. Is that where he is now? Different player. He's he's getting sold by Barca, but he won't drop as far down as Watford in the Championship. For Borough, I'm going to go for Tav to get another one. Marcus Tavernier. Yeah. Okay, well that is that is that game locked in. Second game on my pad. QPR, or as they're also known, the Queen's Park Rangers, versus the Nottingham Forest. Um, luckily, James's team, so we're going to pick second, or even last. Up, so. Uh, I totally messed up. You know, I'm showing you things here. Well, we're listed as a Premier League game. Excellent! That's amazing. Uh, I will, I will take the, uh, the the option on this. I would like to predict a QPR nil, Nottingham Forest two scoreline. Interesting. Normally, you don't go big on Forest, but you think QPR? I think QPR are going to shit the bed this season. So, I would like to put forward goals scored by Lyle Taylor. Okay. And Lewis Graben. Lewis Graben, seventy goals this season. Just, just seven. Um, if you've got the space for it, the uh, the bet's already in. So my Watford Watford one Borough one is eleven to two. My QPR nil Forest two is eleven to one, giving me a double of seventy seven to one. Dunzo. Um, I'm with you in spirit, Mr. Williams. Just, uh, just the one goal, though. Interesting. So nil one. Nil one. Going for a brace of nil ones. I see on your uh, on your predictions. Interesting. Uh, Joseph to get that one goal. So your Middlesbrough one nil is nine to one. Your Nottingham Forest one nil is thirteen to two, giving you odds of seventy four to one. Beautiful. What do you say? What? Yeah. Have you given your goal story? Uh, yeah, Welbeck and. Um... <clears throat> Speaking of goal scorers, give us some goals for the QPR Nottingham Forest. Can I can I guess at what James is going to say? Uh, nine, it's going to be uh, nil nine on this one. He's going big this season. I reckon he's gone for this. No, I don't. No. Uh, mm, uh, down a bit. Oh, abs- absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. It is 3-0. Yeah. Yeah! Yeah! 
Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> no. Somewhere, Matt Moore is just doing, he's just burying his head in his hand. The one of them has to be. <laughs> Get him um, on the phone, quick. Grabber. I am so. I am shocked. <laughs> Carvalho. Um, My cast! Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Alex Meiser. Oh, this is the young kid, isn't it? Mm. I'm surprised you can go for a shit out of eight. There you go. I'm not convinced Jake's all play. Well. So, for Mr. Panias. Watford 2 0 comes in at 8 to 1 for him. Forest 3 0. A, a, a whopping, a whopping 25 to 1. Giving James a double of 233 to 1 for the weekend. Let's hope it comes in and we can have a few beers. Both wanky and normal wanky. Well, it'll still be, it'll still be wanky, wouldn't it? Tesco's have stopped selling that one I like. Uh, or, or I don't know if they've stopped selling it, but there, there's still some kind of construction going on, and this seems to somehow. Yeah, I saw that when it was in there the other day. This somehow relates to lack of really nice beer, yeah. non-alcoholic, obviously. Well, My book has the previously mentioned Middlesbrough versus Barnsley game written down. Does. As it is again, Mr. Worms is uh, mighty borough. James, any thoughts on this game? I'm tempted to say if it can be Forest, it's going to be Borough. Uh, sadly, there'll be no bet placed on this game as you can only bet on the actual full time results. So this will just be a prediction, not a bet, sadly. You know what? I think Barnsley kept us out of the keep you I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna flip it, so I'm gonna go still with a one nil. I'll pick the uh, the other goal scorer I was gonna pick in the other game. So Tavernier. I would also like to pick one nil Laura. Goal scorer, I'm gonna go for a C W B. Really? You see, I was I was actually getting to a point where I was like Has Wing gone somewhere, but no, I don't I think towards the end of last season he wasn't he wasn't really in Warnock's plans, but I'm assuming he must have had quite a decent pre season. Or he had to play him because both of the other two options in which were on international duty. Um, so he might have liked what he saw against Shrewsbury. He might give him another shot. But yeah, I'll go for a I'll go for a casual wingy banger. No, absolutely. As I said previously, unless either of you can tell me otherwise, I believe that brings us to the end of our week's predictions. Certainly does. That is all I've got. Some point in time, we may have to look at reinventing the uh, the wheel. No, wait, the quiz. Um, but I was thinking we'll get 
get a nice, a nice little flow going, get a bit of something, and then I think we need to have a real sort of a real think about how we do the quiz going forward. Yeah. Some kind of point structure, some kind of handicap, some kind of <clears throat> get a guest on, and that guest teams up with James. I mean, there was like, I think there was like 17 point difference last season. I don't mind, it means more. This guy. Such a, like, such a There you have it. So there we go. So look out for a future more streamlined quiz. Mm. Absolutely. I have to get the get my hat on, you know, the old thinking cap. Thank you, gentlemen, for uh, freeing up the time from your very busy schedules to sit down with me to discuss the world that is football. Um, we will do this again in just a short week's time. Do uh, do like, share, and comment, and uh, let us know why you're here. As, as as James was saying, let us know why you're here. Other than other than the band, obviously. Right, subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. We're looking to get to 150,000 subscribers. I think what the kids say now is subscribe and click the bell icon so you know when the releases are out. Absolutely. There you go. Thank you very much. So there you go, what do you think of that? Another one done. Another week gone. Whew, tell ya. YouTube watchers, do subscribe. Means the world to us if you do. Click for notifications so you are informed the moment a new video is released. And then you can uh, get all over it. Everybody have a look over at the uh, cookiecast.com. See us over there. Send us some love. Social media. Email. Any of that sort of stuff. So yeah, that's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye.